Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast, where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Krista Q, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have the time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from Sunday, August 1st. Bread of Life? gospel lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verses 24 through 35, and I am reading from the Common English Bible. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and came to Capernaum looking for Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus replied, I assure you that you are looking for me not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate all the food you wanted. Don't work for the food that doesn't last but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. God the Father has confirmed him as his agent to give life. They asked, What must we do in order to accomplish what God requires? Jesus replied, This is what God requires, that you believe in him whom God sent. They asked, what miraculous signs will you do that we can see and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, just as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus told them, I assure you, it wasn't Moses who gave the bread from heaven to you, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. The bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said, Sir, give us this bread all the time. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Here we are, picking up the story in the sixth chapter of the Gospel of John, pretty much where we left it last week. If you remember last week, Jesus had been across the lake. The crowds had come and encroached on him and his disciples as he was teaching them. And out of that meeting, 
Jesus took five barley loaves, two fish, blessed the bread and the fish, gave it to the crowds, crowds that estimated to be 5,000, and they all had something to eat. Not only did they all have something to eat, there were 12 baskets of bread left over. The crowds looked around, whispered, rumored, thought and plotted about this prophet before them. The one that just might make a great king. And as Jesus realized this, he got up and disappeared on the mountain. They waited. He didn't show. They went in to spend the night. And during the night, Jesus made his way back across the lake. And that's where we pick things up this morning. We pick things up with the crowds realizing that Jesus nor his disciples are around. To some degree, they've deserted them. And they jump in their boats and they make their way across the lake and they look for Jesus. And when they find Jesus, we find that there is a lot of give and take answers and questions back and forth between Jesus and the people. And after the first question of asking when Jesus got there, or how Jesus got across the lake, Jesus replied. And Jesus doesn't waste any time and puts it all right there where it's at. And Jesus said, I, I know you're looking for me. I know you want to know why I'm here when I have got here. But what you really want to know is about the signs. What you really want to know is where's the food? The last time you were with me, you ate all the food you wanted. It was provided before you, and you want to know where's the food. Where's the bread? We want more bread, Jesus. We want you to feed us. For the crowds to be fed the bread that they had received on that mountain, they had to move around. They had to move around to where Jesus was. It's a little different for us. We want bread. We go to the grocer's shelves. And we can find all kinds of bread. But for the crowd to have the bread that was given to them they needed Jesus.
Jesus. And just as the crowds consistently brought the sick for healing, it appears that now the crowds are going to consistently come to Jesus looking for bread. And Jesus did not give them the bread. Jesus did not provide bread for them to keep coming to him wanting the bread. Jesus gave them the bread as a sign. As a sign of who he was. And so Jesus says to them, you can't, you can't get bread this way. God requires that you believe in the one who sent him. Jesus goes on to talk about the bread. The bread that was given in the wilderness, the manna. The bread that God is giving at this point. And the crowd is confused. The crowd is confused and says, but Moses, Moses gave our ancestors the manna, the food to eat. In the wilderness, it is written that he gave them the bread from heaven. And Jesus corrects them. Jesus corrects them by saying it wasn't Moses. It wasn't Moses who gave the bread from heaven. It was my father. It wasn't Moses that gave the bread. It was I am. I am gave you the bread. Gave your ancestors the manna in the wilderness just as God is giving you the bread of heaven right now. Jesus realizes that the crowd looks to the prophet. They look to Moses just as they're looking to him. And the one who provides the bread is not the prophet. The one who provides the bread is the God who called the prophet. And the crowd, still unsure of what Jesus is talking about, declares that they want this bread all the time. They're still thinking about the bread that was given to them on the mountain. They're still thinking about the bread that passed around and they all had all they wanted. And they want more. And they want it all the time. And Jesus replies by saying, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life.
the sign that occurred in the breaking of the bread and the sharing of the bread was not about that bread, but it was about me. It was an indication of who I am. But they're still confused. They still are looking for the bread that fills a grumbling stomach. They're not looking for the bread that fills a grumbling heart. Just as the crowd had a grumbling stomachs and wanted bread and found their supplier to be Jesus. We, with our grumbling stomachs, make our ways to the shelves of our grocer. Bread. Bread is a big section of this store. The shelves abound, whether it's in the bakery or in the bread aisle or maybe even in the freezer. When we go searching for bread, we go to the grocer. And this week I went to the grocer and I went searching for bread. And as you can see, I found all kinds of bread. I found pita bread, which would about match what Jesus took the five loaves of last week and multiplied. This is six loaves. But think about it. This feeding 5,000? Hard for us to imagine. And then in, when you go to the grocery shelves, you can find potato bread, rye bread, even what we call limited edition bread. Bread abounds. There's even on the bread aisle what some of us would not even consider bread. That the tortillas should be in another section. Bread to meet the needs of our stomachs. The closest I got as I continued to walk the aisle, searching as the crowd searched for the bread of life, was wonder bread. I wonder, it sounds like maybe there's more to it than just yeast and a loaf as we're used to. But even with wonder bread, it's not the bread of life. Out of all the bread that this is just a small representation of, Walking through the grocery shelves, I did not find the bread of life. I did not find 
the bread that would feed my heart. So my search didn't stop there. I decided maybe it was time for a Google search. Bread of life. Bread for the heart. Can you imagine what popped up on a Google search like that? I can tell you it was all kinds of heart-healthy diets, heart-healthy recipes for bread, heart-healthy ways in which we could eat bread. But that still wasn't the bread of life. Because Jesus went on to say that whoever eats the bread of life will never go hungry. So I had another thought. Maybe my Google search needed some refining. Maybe I needed to move heart to soul. And so I looked for the bread. Looked for the food of the soul. And you probably have already figured it out. I didn't get what I was looking for still. That search brought up soul food, comfort food, healthy soul food, but still food for the stomach. And Jesus told the crowd, and Jesus tells us, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Whoever believes in me. Throughout this discussion between Jesus and the crowds, there's one word that is very important. Jesus keeps indicating that the crowd needs to believe. To receive the bread of life, one needs to believe. One needs to entrust oneself completely to someone or some cause. One needs to believe in the one who sent him. One needs to believe in the abiding trust and allegiance to Christ. The crowds were shocked with that response. The crowds were shocked that Jesus was asking them to place their lives, to place their total commitment to God, to Jesus, as he was the bread 
of life. Jesus asked them to place their faith, their commitment in him. It was difficult for them. And so they ask for more signs. They ask for more proof. Jesus says to us today, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus says, believe in me. Jesus asks for us to believe in him. Jesus asks us to entrust ourselves completely in him. And just as the crowds, Jesus asks for our commitment, our total commitment to him as we believe. And honestly, it's as hard for us to place our total commitment in Jesus as much as it was for the crowds. But Jesus calls us to believe. To believe in the one who sent him to believe in the one who offered manna to the Israelites in the wilderness, to believe in the one who sent the bread of heaven, and to believe in the one who forgives sins through that bread of heaven. I am the bread of life, Jesus says. Listen to those words. I am the bread of life. Remember bread in John talks about our needs what we need to live by. We look at the bread of life. The one who says to us, I am the bread of life. We look at the table and we see bread all around. And yet that bread may satisfy our stomachs for a while but that bread does not satisfy our heart. The bread of life satisfies the hungry heart. The bread of life is given to us as our saving Lord. Let us commit. Let us believe. And let us follow the one who will come so that we will never be hungry, 
and in believing in him, we will never be thirsty. Amen. Jesus, we hear your words. We heard your words to the crowds. And we find it as difficult as the crowds to understand. We find it as difficult as the crowds to look to you to satisfy all of our needs. Lord, in some ways we believe. Help our unbelief. Help us to commit all to you and to never go hungry. Amen. Receive now this blessing. The bread of life has called and fed you. Now go forth into God's world to nourish others. Bring God's love, hope, and peace. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.